0: Welcome back to JV to the Pros. I'm Jack Vecchio, season two, episode seven, with my partner to my right, Corey Ramsey. Hey, hey, you know, I feel pretty lucky. Because you haven't announced the rest of the crew? That's (laughs) true.
1: Not too, but, but no. You do feel this, lucky is seven. this is number seven. This is lucky number s- seven. Lucky number seven. Yeah, let's I roll mean... on
2: seven tonight. Let's go to Barona. Let's just roll right there. Dice. We're we gonna have
1: a we're we gonna have a good show tonight. <laughs> I think we're gonna have a great show.
0: We we you know what? No, no mean, not
2: a not a good show. A
0: fantastic great show. great show. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised that I'm hearing from people at the gym. I'm hearing from friends of mine that that they're like they're just amazed that the chemistry and the pace and, and the way this show goes all the time. It's always got like twists like taffy. But it's always entertaining. Like we've not had a flat show, which is like hard to do. We're in season two. You think one of them would go down the tube somewhere along the way? But you know, we're keeping it up. You know, we've got
1: a streak going. This is like a no hitter. I said it. It's amazing <laughs> what happens when you have a certain person that keeps everybody on track, right? <laughs> the serious, the serious one here. Now, sticking with the serious one, I'm going to go with. I'm here sitting across from me as Paco, last man standing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's not forget my title here, guys. Yeah,
1: technical genius.
2: (laughs) (sighs) That hurt my ear.
1: Debatable? Yeah. Uh Oh. And to my right, we have Robin with a Y. In the nest, Robin with a Y. Y -Y -Y Why, why, why,
0: why, why, why not producer extraordinaire, extraordinaire, extraordinaire. (laughs)
1: <laughs> wow. So, what so, do you got going on there, Corey? All right. Well, then let's have a good time. Let's start out with the Oscar recap and impressions. Okay. Jack, take it away. Yeah. Well, okay. What do you got for First us? of all, I think that
0: uh, Brad Pitt has become the king of uh, acceptance award speeches. I mean, really? he is just. Cool, calm, collected out there. I just I mean thanking not his not bleeding his heart out. Yeah. I mean I think he I think he knew he was pretty much a shoe-in and yeah. the jokes that went on perpetually throughout the night about how if you want to win an Oscar, you gotta look like Brad Pitt and take your shirt off. And if you do that for twenty years, you get an Oscar. <laughs> the <laughs> other thing the other thing I, I wondered about, and um I'm a big fan of Kristen Wig, but she wore a potato chip or a lasagna outfit and did you see her dress well if you guys go online and look at Kristen Wiggs dress I, it literally looks like a flap of lasagna in which they folded it and put her head through the middle I was like but here's the thing they went without a host again right. and this was the lowest rated oscar in history No oh, kidding yeah i mean How the, the no highest post? rated oscar was 2012 with ellen degeneres and that had 46.8 or 47.8 million viewers this oscar had 23.3 million viewers now great. i think when steve martin and chris rock got up on stage they inadvertently made a bid. For hosting the oscars so the two of them have great chemistry worked off each other very well some surprisingly episode. good chemistry unbelievable like, i would yeah. not put those two comedians together not at all. Yeah. and they're extremely good together now i thought it was very funny when when chris rock and you know they were taking turns with their one-liners and chris rock said you know jeff bezos is here you know the founder of amazon and he said jeff bezos is so rich that he got divorced, and he's still the richest man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he watched Marriage Story and thought it was a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's a great line in that, that, in that setting, right? But then Steve Martin, you know, with his one-liners, and I'm just sitting there going, these guys could do the whole show. Then Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig came out, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, they can do it.
3: She's she the potato those, chip girl?
0: She's, a, she's okay. the lasagna. When you see her dress, I mean, honestly, if you pull it up on your phone or something, you'll just be like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, there's no way she has a full-length mirror and wore that. I mean, I don't know. I think I think maybe each year somebody takes turns. They said, okay, you're going to be in the dumps. You
3: pulled you're the gonna, shorts Yeah, <laughs> You're
1: going
0: you're gonna, to you're gonna wear the crappy outfit, and we, yeah, we've had it yeah. saved <laughs> since last year, and it's all wrinkled. Just put hey, it you gotta on. you got to have that on People Magazine, right? <laughs> Everybody gotta... can't be dressed beautifully all sort the I got to say, and I'm a huge fan of Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson looked magnificently elegant. And that thing they did with the cats when they got up to the microphone. That was genius. It, it came up out of the out of the stage and the two of them were in character as cats and began swatting the microphone. And it began <laughs> wobbling around on the stage. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, okay, so there was a lot of great moments. Here's the other thing that I thought um, was pretty amazing. Everyone saw... Elton John do his piece, do his song from Rocket Man. Certainly. Now, we were looking and saying, "Okay, that's an obviously a Yamaha piano, and it's it's kind of Liberace-ish." And I thought, "Boy, that I've never seen him playing that kind of piano before." What I did not know was that his AIDS Foundation in West Hollywood was raising money to combat AIDS at the same time the Oscars were going on. They had this incredible auction going on in West Hollywood. And one of the things being auctioned off was that piano. So the very
2: same piano. Same
0: was- piano. When it gets done with the show, somebody wins it. And it got auctioned off at $220,000. Now, now Elton John's charity raised $6.4 million that night.
2: That's great. And
0: one of the things, Now I give Elton John all the credit in the world here. This is somebody putting their money where their mouth is. One of the things being auctioned off was a portrait of Elton John playing the piano at the Oscars, because it's probably the last time we'll see that. But it was a portrait of him playing. And the portrait wasn't done. It's being done. But people were bidding on that portrait of him playing the piano at the Oscars as part of the bidding at his charity event. and. Nobody understood why the bidding went way into the night because nobody would wait for the third smack of the gavel. And it turned out Elton John was bidding on it himself. And he was bidding on it silently. Oh and then he gosh. finally outbid everyone because he wanted that portrait of himself playing because that's probably the last time he'll appear on the Oscars. And I just I, got isn't chills. Isn't that amazing? Yes. That's somebody who like really puts their money up. No matter what the bidding was, he topped it. And nobody knew who they were bidding against and it was elton john himself and he wanted to raise as much money as could be raised for that charity and And i'll tell you what six and a half million dollars in one night to that's fight aids nice. that's that's props to elton john big time that's that's awesome
1: big and time um, gesture from a big time yeah recording big, artist. that's that's
0: a superstar yeah that's one of the,
1: that's one of the
0: Ultra one of the icons lights. yeah yeah i mean let's let's face it that guy you know i mean he's got a 50 year career you know and i admit i wasn't as fond of his early stuff and i know his early stuff is classic and da 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 but but once he got into the late 70s and into the 80s i'm still standing and everything i thought that was more heartfelt you know someone saved my life tonight you know i i thought i thought this is this is great heartfelt music you know yellow brick road and everything it was kind of candy pop i didn't i didn't find that to be as meaningful music as he came up with later as the years went on and i think from about 78 to probably 96 or 98 including um norma jean i think there you know when he did the the tribute to lady diana
1: i'm in agreement i i would say that you know, you look at his trajectory, I would say that he's matured over time. <laughs> and I and I agree with you, you know, sort of bubblegumish ish. <laughs> the uh the early stuff, you know, Philadelphia Freedom. Oh, I love that. Song. The um I like it too, but it was very Daniel you know, and uh and what was the other one? Um that I'm trying to well, think goodbye of. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, I like. but which did, he doesn't do in he, du- he did a duet with oh, a uh, cover, Kiki yeah. D. Remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Don't yeah, Go breaking, don't my break breaking My Heart. Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Yeah, Very yeah.
0: catchy. But that's yes. pop. That's not, that That, that, that right. was kind of, you know, d d d d d kind of music. It wasn't, it wasn't the kind of music that... Um, that really the, pulls at that, your heartstrings. That was like, it was music about his life, mm-hmm. where his life was more valuable than stuff that rhymed. You know, the stuff that, that his life has been amazing. Yes. You know, I mean, just truly amazing. Now, one of the things, one of the moves I think that he made that was a bad move was Rami Malek had, um, they had been in talks about having him um, reprise the character of Freddie Mercury for Rocket Man and have a scene where Freddie Mercury is sitting down with Elton John and the guy who played Elton John in the movie in Man and have them have a scene together. And Elton John said no, said you know they've had their moment. This is not for Freddie Mercury. So all right. I, I thought, okay, that's you know that's that was kind of uh, maybe a bad move because I think people would have found it interesting to see sure. Freddie Mercury back. I thought it would have
1: been a great cross
0: promotion because Rocketman didn't do very well.
1: No, it didn't do very well at all. So having said that, any surprises for you to wrap this up <clears throat> oh, about
0: the Oscars? Oh, um, Parasite. First foreign language film to win Best Picture, and I wish I'd been in Vegas. It was the extreme long shot to win for Best Picture. It wasn't the long shot for screenplay. It wasn't the long shot for director. But Best Picture, it was pretty much out of consideration, and quietly Hollywood voted for Parasite. And I, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was fantastic. I have not. And I will loan it to you. It is magnificent. It's it's. Clever and it was a stage show turned into a movie, so yeah. And they went up, and I think they what they get four or five Oscars. They won like for
2: best international film, best director, best best and best picture. Best picture. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it's all
1: movies. about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: No,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> that's what it's all <laughs> about what, for me. Quentin guys, Tarantino,
2: I think we could have that's seen it.
0: this coming, yeah. No, it's true. I mean, if we could have seen it coming, then you know, that it, it was time, it was maybe over to last year. There was a foreign language film. That people thought was the favorite. It didn't win. It was the one in Spanish. Right. So, yeah, the writing was on the wall. It was going to happen. And it happened this year. Okay. So, what's next? What do you got for us, Corey?
3: Next. Next. Mm -hmm. Next.
1: Next. Well, let's talk about, you know, something that's been in the news now for several (sighs) months. And, you know, we need to address it.
0: Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Our president's
1: acquittal. Oh. I thought you what does it about mean, about the Chargers. <laughs>
2: what okay, is go it? ahead. Well, uh, we want to talk about that. We can do that just a little later in the night, but we can talk about that for sure.
1: <laughs> so, what do, you, what do we think that means for the country that our president was acquitted now? I think it completely
3: emboldens him. I think he's already a pompous jerk. I will yeah. say it. And I think it completely emboldens him. He is firing <clears throat> people now because they voted against him. He's, he's retaliating. He is just – He's like a like, child. I was just going to say that. He's like a child having a right. friggin' tantrum. Tantrum, right.
0: And, and here's the other thing. He goes to the prayer breakfast, and Pelosi's there, and Mitt Romney's there. And instead of going with humility, less is more. And sitting there saying, "Okay, I'm going to take the high road." He takes the low, low road, and sure. and during his speech at the prayer breakfast, after everybody has wished everybody well, he starts just opening fire at everybody. But is
1: anybody is anybody <clears throat> surprised? Um, I you know
0: what I I keep thinking there comes a point where he has to have some humility. He has to get humble. He no. has to he has to be mature. And he doesn't seem to be maturing. He's
3: not. And you know what? He, he only knows the low road. He, I don't right. think in his life he has ever taken the high road. Right. I mean, he is just like, like a – anyway. Right. It was
0: like, it was like he, lo- he looks for the lowest common denominator. Yes. It's almost like the stuff that gets laughs on Jerry Springer. Right. Like, you know, when he made fun of Dingle, the Michigan congressman who died, and he said – you know, the wife said, oh, he's probably looking down, very grateful. And Trump said, well, he's probably looking up. And I just thought, you know, the guy just died. You know, when do you you ever just, when are you just kind to other human beings? He doesn't seem to know how to be kind to his fellow man. He doesn't seem to know when, if you turn around and you take the stand of being humble, being mature, being more intelligent, if you take that stand, people are aware you were acquitted, got it, we got it. He
3: has no graciousness. No, he
1: he hasn't, that's it. Well, the other thing that we have to keep in mind, and I always like to argue other sides of things. He was drug through the mud. And you also deal with the, uh, the media who continues to drag him through the mud and say all sorts of things because about him.
3: Because everybody sees what he is. For, for him, everybody well, sees him. Here's the thing. He I mean, he I mean, sleeps
1: with this porn star.
3: And then she,
0: she lets everybody know, yes, he slept with me while his wife was delivering a baby, sleeping with me. And then he goes, oh, that horse face. You slept with her right. and paid her off to shut her mouth. If she's such a horrible-looking horse face, what do you do, do? It's not
1: with her? A, no, what that is is that's a distractor. He says those things to distract you. But it's childish. Yes, it it's is. An it's yes, me, it is. It's but it is. And I agree with Paco. It is all an act. And I always
0: thought I always thought Clinton was fairly immature and almost... almost um, Kind of – not adolescent, but he was kind of like that college kid who's kind of in, in charge of his fraternity. Clinton seemed to be that guy. You know what I mean? He seemed to be that party guy that was kind of cool but kind of on the edge of getting into trouble all the time. Sure. But, but I fact, always thought Clinton, That was an act too. But I, I don't know that that was no, an no, act. Yeah. Oh, look,
2: <laughs> I saw this documentary about the Post and then they had Hunter Thompson uh, was doing a special – was actually part of the campaign back in 94. Yeah. And he was able, you know, this guy went through Nixon and we all know how much Hunter hated Nixon. So he was able to see through the facade. And apparently Bill was the only one that he could not, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, win him, work him over. Yeah.
0: Well, I think, I think that Bill Clinton was pretty much. The Teflon Don, as far as presidents go, right. and, and I think he just knew he was always well, never going to be
1: worried about getting sent no, to the No, I think well, yeah, we have, we the, al- teflon yeah, we have the ultimate now. Teflon, yeah, here. I yeah. think, yeah,
3: and you know, I just it scares me that he may be doing another four years in the in the well, White they did House. hand him mean, the
2: election. I mean, yes,
1: think about and I said this from from yeah. day one with the stuff that they're doing, but it's and there's not, it's a, but not there's an old fluff, saying, though. there's an old saying, when you take a shot, or if you take a shot. At the king, you better not miss. And that's what happens. And but they he, have missed twice. Of,
3: he is guilty. The, he just Well, you okay, know we're it, not going to say the that he's guilty. Well,
0: hang on. He hasn't thing. been convicted.
1: Yeah, yeah we're not going to say that he's guilty. But logic says
3: yes. he's guilty. and I think, Common I think sense. the unfortunate thing is that... People voted on party lines. Right. That's what they did. They didn't vote right and wrong other than Mitt Romney. And you know what? He's not, I'm not a biggest fan of Mitt Romney, but I give him so much credit yeah. for having the strength and the courage to vote against him. That was a move. Completely. But, here's,
1: but here's what's going to get our president reelected. It's the way the economy is. The economy hasn't been this good in 50 years.
2: That's true. The economy
1: is <laughs> But he is didn't do it himself.
3: Right it he was, did a lot. He okay, did a lot. He has for done, it. Done, but, but. It didn't. It did not happen overnight. Hang so on, the previous administration if, yeah. also if you get momentum, built it up. You
0: get momentum from the previous administration. On January tenth, when you get sworn in, it doesn't all of a sudden that's become ca- all your yes, work. Yes,
1: that's the case with all of the presidents. That's I true. know right. that. That's because
0: the case with Obama all of them. Inherited residual Bush's stuff. right, and then so, their right Obama person. looked exactly. like he was screwing up to most people, but most people don't understand he inherited George W. Bush's garbage, and he had to turn the economy around, and that took. That took financial genius, and I don't think if Trump gets elected in two thousand eight, he does it because I don't think he's that good a businessman. I don't think he's that that clever when it comes to money. With
3: all his I, failed businesses and all the the uh, I mean,
0: just just as a basic Bankruptcies. You know, his his Secret Service budget was X, and he had spent the whole budget in three or four months. Like he didn't understand, you can't just keep spending at this rate Mm -hmm. because here's how much money you have, and then they were out of money. They had to pull Secret Service from Ivana, Ivanka, and they had to pull from Kutcher, and and they were pulling Secret Service. They had Secret Service all over the place, and the budget was over.
1: Here's what cannot be denied: he has an awful lot of appeal. It cannot be denied, and for people to say that he's dumb, he is not dumb. He is very cagey.
3: I don't think he's extremely cagey, and
1: he's starting. He has started to reach the black. Community. If he's
0: so smart, why wouldn't he release his test scores from college?
1: <laughs> I don't. I mean, why would he be any embarrassed any to release? I that? don't think that means anything. He bad. brags about
0: everything good about himself. I understand. Why not brag because about that? Probably,
1: his grades probably weren't good. Right. That's that's, that's but that probably doesn't, it. That's not an indicator of how intelligent he is. Now, do you, look his, you look at his. You look at his. You
0: look at his new budget. It's a five trillion dollar budget, uh-huh. and he has cut education eight percent, but he increased military twelve percent. Now. These kids in school who are getting less and less education. That's also going to get
1: him elected, reelected, by the way. Because the military, I'm telling you right now. But
0: kids need to be educated. You can't not educate kids and expect them to go in any other direction other than whatever's thrown at them. They should have choices.
1: Yes, they should. So can we have our governors? do something in the States and not be so dependent upon the
2: president. That's very, that's actually a really good point. That's and that a shows very, a lot of good initiative. That's a very good, because yes. my dad's works in the school district and they're at, and they're completely reliant on federal block grants all the time. He invites the opportunity when he works in a, in a school in the district that is considered low income because they, they, you guys know what title one money is. Yes, I do. That's what they get. It's so basically the government just gives them grants of money and you can do whatever the hell you want with
0: it. Yeah. And, and, they you know the school system gets paid by how many kids are going to school. Oh, here's the problem. <laughs> if you're cutting if you're cutting the educational budget, less and less kids will be interested in staying in school and they'll begin dropping out. That is a fact that was proven in Michigan, especially Detroit. When kids had less and less interest in school, they simply dropped out at 15 or 16 or 14 because they just weren't interested in school. It just didn't it just didn't grab them. They weren't they weren't enthusiastic about going to school. And then you look at other budgets in other states where right. where the kids had pro- Programs and and good teachers and and the budgets afforded these kids a chance to really expand their minds and these kids couldn't wait to get to school they were staying after school they were getting involved with school programs
1: and crime was
0: down and 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 problems in the home were down money
1: has to come from somewhere so wherever a president cuts and this is all presidents wherever they cut someone's going to complain about it
0: Yes, but education should be more of a priority.
3: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely more of a priority. I mean, you know that this is
1: something you, you nobody can argue.
3: Because that's our future. Well, right. we've been sinking
1: we've been sinking money into education and what? We're still seeing a decline in people going to school and people graduating. No, no,
0: we're not seeing it. We're not sinking money into education. We're watching teachers beg for money and not have to lay money out of their pocket for supplies. And yes. So can we have the
1: states can we have the states do something about that? Well, and yeah, not,
0: look at, and I not agree. look at the presidents? I agree, but also if the president is cutting education across the board by nearly 10%, that means literally one in 10 kids is going to be getting less attention, less education, and they'll have less of an incentive to be at school. I think, I think that we should be increasing our interest in education. I think we should get kids fired up about learning. We're at a time... Where, where knowledge is doubling every couple of years because mm-hmm. of the internet. Now you got kids that are doing incredible things. Some kid at 12 years old just had a billionaire invest in him because he had figured out a way to actually use um, technology to increase um, internet service so that you really wouldn't have to pay for internet at all and be able to be able to get things that don't need buffering just like the girl that um came up with the idea of cell phones that will get charged just by being near power and this was a high school girl who's now a billionaire because of education now if she hadn't been given the opportunity to learn to absorb to, to let her mind think outside the box to let to,
1: to, to break through the ceiling and, and just say hey so here's my question to all of that so before you had the budget cuts did we notice this big trajectory in in our country as far as education and this education boom people being excited about school
2: oh i see where you're getting at well, because the, it's an in, it is a, it's an industry now it, I, the thing about this 40 years ago the amount of college students was very small it was mostly you know it was mostly middle class and upper middle class now it's the whole it's it's the entire piece of the pie because they saw potential there that's why tuitions have skyrocketed over the years he's right it's an industry that's why i'm saddled with 20k in the the hole no you're
0: exactly right and i'll tell you what when i was going to college in the 80s i ran out of money i just ran out of money and i had no support system to to lean back on to to keep going to college and yes the government was promoting simply take out a loan simply take out a loan Mm -hmm. i did the math And I would be just getting done with that loan at 58 years old, which should have been my whole career. And I didn't see the point of spending 30 years paying off a college loan. When I looked at it, and and I don't think I'm alone. I don't think I'm alone in this room. I don't think I'm alone in this country. When I sit there and I say, okay, student loans are an inch away from loan sharks. They just seem to be choking the hell out of students there's a there's a professor a college professor in northern california and she is living in her car she's still working
2: i've seen this uh, this, right she's living hang on hear me out
0: she's living in her car and the reason she's living in a car is because it's a choice between making her student loan payments now this woman's fifty all right. making her student loan payment or paying rent. And so she's living in her car sure. to get her student loan paid off. That should not be the situation.
1: The the loan should not be like loan sharking. Okay, and agreed. The government so tell me where this has it into to a do a form with Trump. I agreed. I agree with all this, but all of this that you that it's being thrown, what does this have to do with Trump? Well, Trump's interest in
0: education mm-hmm. seems to be seven percent less interesting to him than it was last year he has cut education funding so his counter to that
1: or my counter to that would be okay you know what a little bit of less education but a little bit more security for the country
0: now so hang on a second this country is extremely wealthy the money the money is there we seem to find a hundred million dollars in a drawer somewhere to go give China to fight the coronavirus. I mean, we seem to be able to find money when we need to find money. When somebody needs money and it's urgent enough and there's an earthquake somewhere or there's something that goes on in Oklahoma or something that goes on in North Dakota, we seem to find that money pretty damn quick. Now, if you're going to tell me that if I'm looking at the country as a whole and I say, okay, here's my priorities, I don't think the military should be more of a priority than education i do think it should be fairly equal but if you're increasing the military 12 percent and you're decreasing the education seven percent to me that's a 19 percent swing that's a big swing and you're sitting there saying okay we want people to grow up smarter but we're not willing to educate them what does that
1: mean well i think that's a broad stroke no i think that's an I, accurate i, I think stroke. that's too i think that's too broad if you're of a taking stroke. away people's ability to learn no, you still have ex- the ability to learn because it's not like you're closing down schools
0: Okay, but they're not close. Hang on a sec. That's not completely true. Because we are all old enough. Paco's the only one here not old enough to know this. But when the California lottery was introduced here in California... It was introduced with a campaign that showed kids walking into a library and no books on the shelves because you need the lottery. Otherwise, there'll be no books. Kids won't be. And then they show kids going out to play football, and they're the only one dressed in uniform because nobody else could play football. Because okay. programs will close without the lottery. Yeah. And then they show this lady walking through a parking lot, and it's dark, and she hears another set of footprints. Very dramatic. Right. Very but dramatic. It, but, but it's a police officer. All but right. without the lottery, there'd be no police officer. Well, I'll tell you what. The lottery came into effect. It's made hundreds of trillions of dollars. Without a
1: safe country, and, and we've no dropped. one is going to be going to school anyway. But hang anyway. on.
0: We have dropped programs at schools. Uh-huh. We, libraries are emptying out. Okay. Schools are closing. Mm-hmm. And charter schools are opening at an alarming rate. And the other thing is, kids are sitting there worried about their future, their education. And the lottery money is not accounted for. It's really not. And there's a ton of it
2: there.
1: Kids worried about education. Well, that would be a first. No, yeah,
2: it's very true. Okay. Hang on this this day and age, about it. this day and right. age, kids are on the internet. They're talking to each other. Those that want to
1: learn,
0: want to learn. Yes. Those that those that are thinking, "Oh, that would be cool. I'll work somewhere yeah, in and out. Social media, right? And all that right? Kind of I'll stuff. be I'll yeah. be a YouTube I, star.
3: I, I, I got don't to it. Mom and Dad yeah. until yeah. I'm old. Not many friend. of
1: them. Not many of them are actually looking up things. Not many of them can pro- can probably even tell you who the vice president was, say in 1995. Yeah, you remember
0: Jaywalking okay. on the Jay Leno show. I mean, most millennials don't know about Tonight Show, but he used to ask them basic questions of history. Kids had no idea. Right. The Vietnam War might as well have been a thousand years ago to
1: them. So we didn't no want to blame idea. that on schools closing? No, no, no. Okay. But now, we have, be sure. now every, gotta, kid, oh. now every right. kid has a
0: computer at his fingertips right. and can learn endlessly. But they also
1: need schooling. They need guidance. Roger And that. you can't cut it. You can't pull that away. Football. So what we But what we're going to have is, I think we're going to have four more years Of this current administration. No, we're going to have four more years of consistent
0: cuts. Because I'll tell you what, my wife was a teacher. And the kids used to go to the library and meet her after school. And she worked with them on her own time out of pocket to help them learn because they were willing to learn. And that's all she wanted. If they were willing to learn, she stayed late. That's a real teacher, but she shouldn't have had to stay late without getting compensated.
1: All right. Well, time will tell and we'll see what happens with this. Okay.
0: All right. Let's, let's, we'll, we, we will go back to this. Yes. We'll definitely, we'll definitely, we'll <laughs> definitely okay. come back to all this. Right. Yeah. Cause election, I, I'm passionate about it.
1: elections. <laughs> elections yes. are coming up and and we'll definitely come right. back to it. But now, do you no. think Trump is going gonna, is gonna to run for re-election? it's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a,
0: a given. look it.
3: on your face is <laughs> plastic. <laughs> hey, man. It's too bad the audience couldn't see my face. I think they've just
1: said, I think um, after this acquittal, I think he's... I mean, they've just handed him. My opinion, they've handed him the election. And I knew that this was going to happen. You're trying to impeach some guy off of such flimsy evidence.
0: I think by now... Like to stop. I think by flimsy, now the though. Democrats... Should have a real contender.
1: We're six months away from people making
0: decisions. But
3: Robin,
1: if it wasn't flimsy, they would have had him.
3: So wasn't he impeached? But they just didn't vote for him to get out, like criminal charges. They didn't vote for
0: him to go on trial, right? And because Nixon was actually voted to go on trial and decided to resign because they had the goods on
2: him. They had. Now, if Nixon
0: had, if Nixon had the the Republican support that Trump had you know because mm-hmm. the house the house voted to impeach and then it was congress that was deciding whether or not to put him on trial if they had decided to put him on trial his best move would have been to resign because mm-hmm. he would not if they had decided to put him on trial then clearly mm-hmm. but i mean not having bolton and and the rest of them testify i mean trump was trying everything he could to keep evidence from Suppressed. being revealed yes yes i mean that's nobody is stupid about that everyone saw that trump was trying to keep the evidence from being shown now if you're innocent you're not trying to hide evidence i mean basically he's throwing fingerprints into into ditches if you, if you want to put it that you way you
1: didn't get him the bottom line right. is he squirmed you didn't away get him you but he,
3: he squirmed so away that means you're so supporting him
1: i'm saying you didn't get him when i say you i'm not talking about anybody in this room okay. i'm talking about He's the general yeah, U. Yeah, he's talking here. about the system. Yeah, the
0: general he, you. You didn't get him. The way the system is set up, he he kind of squeaked through the raindrops, mm-hmm. you know. And and if he didn't have the support of the Republican Party, the way because the Republican Party, frankly, you know how Trump said he can go he go to Times sure. Square and shoot somebody in the head and not have to worry about being president. Frankly, the Republican Party, if they had video of Trump shooting somebody in the head, still wouldn't have voted. Right. to
1: impeach you because they're not going to lose the office. Where was this outrage two decades ago when you had a president that lied to the grand jury? Okay, where was all that? You're talking about Clinton? Absolutely. Yeah. Where was all the outrage? I, w- I was furious at
0: that. Okay. And I was a supporter of Clinton. All I right. was furious about that. I mean, for him to sit there and look me right in the eye and say that, and then the evidence comes out and it's obvious, okay. but Clinton didn't have to resign. He went through, the, he, he yeah, finished he, his party. I mean, I mean, he finished his party because, <laughs> you know, because his attitude was he's he made it fun and he was just having a damn good time. Let me tell you something that I know. Almost all presidents stay at the Hotel Del Coronado. It's a classy place. It's on an island. It's near the North Island it's Naval not Air Station. It's on an island, technically. Right. On it's on Peninsula. But um, Clinton stayed at the U.S. Grant in the gas lamp quarter of San Diego because that's where the parties were. He didn't stay out by North Island where he had he had the military protection and everything. He partied on 5th Avenue at the US Grant. Right.
1: Nice. <laughs> and so if our current president had done that, then people would complain about that. He's making things unsafe well, the thing for these is, he makes, he's blocking traffic. He makes
0: himself unlikable. He makes himself first of all, he makes himself unrelatable because he's rich and he's got his nose up in the air. I can't
1: all the relate time. to the president anyway. I there's been there has not been a single president in my lifetime that I can relate to.
2: Yeah, but not even the think ob- of Hang it. on a sec.
1: If you think about Barack, Barack made you feel like, "Okay, you know what?" I,
0: I kind of, He kind of cares about. No, me. Yes. he, did not. he Clinton, oh, did not. Clinton made you As feel a military like. Man, but Clinton made and you feel. I won't feel go like, into
1: it. No, he did okay. not. Okay, but
0: Clinton made you feel like he's one of the boys. We're okay. He's one of us. It's okay. We're, we're good with him. He's entertaining. Trump, on the other hand, makes you feel like he's a dictator spitting down at you. Yes. He makes you feel like like he he's annoyed by you. And
3: heaven and forbid and if you have a horse but face. But that's
0: for the people.
1: That's for the people <laughs> that hate him.
0: They, uh, no seriously no, he does that to almost everybody no, he, he I, can't do it to almost everybody because he wouldn't be this popular. he's pretty much offended almost everybody let's face it
1: have you seen his approval rating anybody it's climbing anybody that isn't kissing his butt
0: he's furious have at. you
1: seen his approval rating that is uh going up once it has now it's at 49 percent.
0: Now, okay so half half the country
1: okay hang on
0: more than half the country doesn't approve of them. But, now, but no, no, no.
1: But it's, got, but it's actually going up. Now, and that's the thing to keep in mind. Now you, just look, wait.
0: You, look at, you look at Trump, who keeps assigning uh, super, Supreme Court justices who are going to turn yeah. around and overturn Roe v. Wade. That's his, that seems to be the goal. That is just but yet, a nightmare. But yet, while he's having this affair with the Playboy playmate, she mentions to him, uh, there's a chance I could get pregnant because oh. he wasn't using a condom. And he says, no problem. You'll have an abortion. All right. No, okay. I mean, don't tell me he's not a hypocrite.
3: Right. I I want to like, yeah. Right. Anyways, yeah. well, we we gotta get moving. But he, we'll he is to a come hypocrite. He, yeah, he we'll, just, we'll he by. just. Okay. A, I don't
1: know a president that isn't a hypocrite. He's an arrogant. Okay. He's
0: an arrogant, entitled hypocrite okay. who has lived a life where things just were given to him.
1: I mean, he's and, been and, given and other presidents have not. Because you most know, presidents come from big time well, I money. I don't think Clinton
0: I don't think Clinton came from big time money. And I'm sure no. Hillary did. You don't Men think he had connections. Yes. And connections you, and money but he, but he got those connections
1: in the course of his but life. But I mean, have no, you yeah, forgotten but, but, but have right, you forgotten about Whitewater and some of those other things? You know what
0: he was video? doing in Alabama, right? Hang no, on, no, I'll, hang, I'll, on you know, hang on, let's calm down.
1: I'm very because
0: calm. no I'm very um, but but let let's Clinton was brought up by a single mom and when dad walked out Clinton in the course of his life made his own way. I got he made this. his
1: connections. But people forget where they come from. I don't necessarily care where you were born from. We can't relate to these presidents. So I think people need to just shed that and no, leave that. you can't, and, but and we people can't. people need to let... Because well, no, no, it you doesn't can, matter. Well, so it really... Of course, um, if you can't relate to matter. them,
3: then that's you. But if we can relate to them, if they're speaking a language that we understand, then we can do then that. Then I
1: would say that you guys, I would say that you guys are... If you if you feel that you're going to look at a president and say, wow, that's a real guy and that kind of stuff, that's all a facade because you don't know the president. Part of it is show and business. I, yes.
0: Part of it is show business. But I'll tell you what, if you can't even make me feel like you're a citizen, right. if you make me feel like you're a dictator, and I say that word in two words, well, sure. if you make me
1: feel like you're a dick, <laughs> Tater. If you start out hating him already, if you hate no, him in the beginning, no. you're going to hate him
3: in the end. No, hang on I a second. Sec. I, I, ha- I didn't hate him I about him. Okay. I didn't hate him
0: before he was president. I got a kick out of him. Okay. And when he was on that TV show, I thought, you know, this guy, this arrogance has got to mm-hmm. be phony. But it seems to be so real. And when somebody doesn't do as he wishes, he seems to throw the Look, biggest damn
1: tantrum. Let me sum it up. Um, and I do know that we have to move on. But here's, let me sum it up what i find very entertaining about trump is what he does to the media because i think the media can be terrible yes and so the fact is is that he gives it to the media and he doesn't care and there is something very appealing about that and he appeals to he appeals to people no maybe you don't and that's fine but he appeals to many people Corey's right because he has
0: resonated with a a, a large part of the country. And the other thing is when he has to talk about something that he doesn't want to talk about, he uses the old Reagan method of standing near Marine One – with the engine running yeah, it's brilliant and and he yeah. acts like he can't hear the right. questions and reagan did that all the time and he used to motion and pantomime like like i want to hear you but the, but the i'm elegance. glad you brought that up that's you're what the, i'm saying you're he's the, the ch- not stupid yeah you're the it's very cagey. you're the executive chief of staff all you have to do is tell him shut that off <laughs> i'm
2: trying to talk to these yeah. people <laughs> now Corey. uh to, so we can wrap up here what but what I want to uh, what I I want to say, and I'm coming to your defense because what he's doing is an old tactic they do in wrestling all the time, kayfabe. And so it's like that's what it is. He's stoking the fires. Yeah, Why? Because it's going to get the ratings, mm-hmm. or in this case, he's going to get approval. He's going to get more seats there watching. People, it's drama. Now wait a second. Yeah. This is now, drama now, with ICPMs.
0: Okay, but when when we're talking about dignified moments as president. All show business aside, when you're doing the State of the Union address there are none. and Nancy Pelosi puts her hand out oh, and extends her hand <laughs> to shake hands, which is a sign of no weapons. Tonight we're friends. Let's let it go. And he goes right by that yeah. and goes over to the vice president and shakes hands with him. Not only is that rude to a woman from a man on a basic level, but as president, there's something so... Undignified about that move, yes. and show business aside, sure. there are times where you must behave like a president. Yes.
3: Agree. No, it, Agreed. he has no. He has no concept of behaving like a president. Agreed. Though. He has. Right. That has been Agreed. his He's way through child. the entire presidency. Life. Yes. His Agreed. life, exactly. Yeah, that's true. But too. you know
1: what? But here's the thing, and I don't care what he does to Pelosi. I don't. Because I don't know. But do you agree that he should act like a president? Yes, I agree that he should. But what I'm saying is, but at the same time, I'm saying that I don't care. But I'm saying I don't care. Yes, I agree that that was wrong. But what I'm saying is, I don't care, and I think most of the country now they really don't care. Yeah, just keep the economy booming. There are there are things
0: required as president. There are certain. There are certain decorum. Yeah. Decorum. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. That that you, you, when, when they announce in Congress, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States yes. and they play hell to the chief, he's the bucked. president doesn't run around the bodyguards and go running around like Rocky up at the bucked, front. The, you behave yourself. Yes. Yeah. He's bucked the system. But no, no. You behave yourself. There are times you buck your system, buck, buck all you want, buck you just <laughs> buck the system. I get it. That's show business. I get it. But uh, there are times like yes. when Nancy Pelosi sticks her hand out, yes, you shake her hand. It doesn't mean you agree he didn't with her.
1: You don't want to shake her he damn hand. Okay, you so be, who's been trying that... to nail him all along. You don't want to
0: shake. Her yeah, but I'm he, okay she with that. But is a class he
3: act right. and he is not. He showed
0: yeah. he showed himself okay. to be to be less dignified. But you know
1: who looked more like an idiot though? For who? all that what you're saying, who? they were ripping Pelosi for tearing up the speech.
2: I remember that was okay. pretty Okay.
1: And they hammered her for that. So you want to talk about childhood stuff? See, there, very dramatic.
2: Rip, right, right, rip, right. I Which
1: mean, what is, was that? What was now, that now, all about? That was about
0: the sh- handshake thing,
1: yeah. right? I'm sure. But that's it. what he. But now, that's now, what to he me does to me.
0: Nancy went down to his level by mm-hmm. doing that. Yes. What I think she, I think would have been the best thing to do because first of all, it's a crime to tear up that speech. And most people don't realize that. It's actually a crime for her to tear that speech up. But yeah, it's a crime for her to tear it up, but it's not a crime if she crumbles it up.
3: Oh, That would have been even better. That would have
0: been so much better to crumble up one sheet at a time, making all that noise. But she didn't need to make any more of a statement other than the fact that everyone saw him diss her yes that way and that would have been on him and had she remained dignified yes instead she went down in the mud and played with him mm-hmm. in,
1: in election before. time no one's going to care that uh people didn't shake her hand all right no one's going to care well you don't it means nothing well there is a pile P- proof will be yours you keep saying like i don't i don't we'll see the bottom line is we'll see if he gets reelected. elected okay, that was well, so what i'm
3: asking is you as cory do you see a problem with that behavior of his this speaks to your who, who you are your character no no
1: no it doesn't of course no. it does no it if doesn't you condone no, behavior
3: doesn't. like that that's it doesn't no P-S-O no
1: hang on well okay let me address let me address yeah. that since it was put on there because i don't do something and i don't care about it it doesn't mean i condone behavior okay so those are let two let totally let me, let me different ask you things something. at one yes. time
0: he met with um the chancellor of Germany. Okay. You guys and, are going to
1: give me all sorts of
3: scenarios. No, no, no. Hang
0: on. Okay. There he is sitting there, just the two of them. All right. And she offers to shake hands. Okay. Whether they agree or not, whether they have an agreement uh-huh. in place or not. And he refused. And she said, you won't shake my hand. Mm-hmm. And he said, Nope. And I'm like, okay, this is not pre- presidential. This is not presidential. This is a child throwing a tantrum. Okay. Cause he not, didn't get his way. Here's with. the thing.
1: It is dumb. And It is childish and i still don't care and it is so but, you can throw yeah, at a and thousand let me, scenarios let me tell you
0: something
3: a but lot you of doing his behavior a lot That's of not, okay i'm, th- I'm asking me, that question okay
1: i thought i addressed that already no you haven't you've oh kinda, yeah. you've well kinda, then you've kinda... no, no, let me say it let me say it again it's when i say stupid and childish does that mean i condone it i don't
3: know do, okay. do you condone it it's a yes or no answer. no i'm saying okay. no
1: i don't no i do not condone it but okay. i also don't Care.
0: Okay,
3: well, that's two different things. So when I ask you, do you condone it? Well, the answer is yes or it's it's, no. It's it's very
0: interesting because most Trump supporters are like those horses with blinders on. Yes, mm-hmm. they're, they're mostly like that. Like when you sit there and go, he didn't do this. He didn't do this. He didn't do. This, he didn't behave properly. He he embarrassed us as a country. He says things that are horrible. He he doesn't seem to be. He's tweeting faster than his and he's then he's fact checking. He's doing this and Absolutely. they sit there and go, I don't care. I don't care. But I don't care. I'm that the, is the I'm other the,
3: thing that the. The fact checking the amount of lies Enormous. and exaggerations and the it's like it's somewhere around 1100 a talking? month
0: i mean it's it's numbers because Clinton didn't live in the social media age. God help him if he had right but Trump is living where people click 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 and they know whether he's and telling the, the people, truth and he's making stuff up whatever he wants the truth to be and the people butt. that hate
1: him are equal have equal blinders on and and I have listened to many people that hate him. And spout off things, and they're wrong. Let and me, I'm quick to tell people, like when they say, when I when people say that, oh, you know what? Uh, because he's in office, he's emboldening racism. And I'm like, that's asinine. Well, okay. that's asinine. H- hang, on, hang on, are you kidding me? He's hey, emboldening here, here's racism. The thing. Stop
0: I it. was not a supporter of George W. Bush second term.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I understood how lucky we were. We had him when nine eleven happened because Gore oh, was so Yeah, him. Gore was not gonna do right, that. But right. Bush went like animalistic and okay. I get it. He was he was as passionate as we were. I don't think Gore I think Gore would have gone velvet glove and I think he would have let a lot of people Got skate. It. Now that said, as my president, he's my president too, even though I didn't vote for him. Mm-hmm. He's my president too. I would like to respect him and I have so much trouble day to day respecting his behavior, where every single day I see something that this problem child has done to Mm -hmm. embarrass this country. Now, I got friends in Canada where I went to school, and they think this is ridiculous. Ridiculous that he's constantly making enemies with other country leaders. He's constantly offending people within our own country. He's constantly alienated people. He's constantly throwing fits. He's constantly throwing tantrums. And he's constantly getting revenge on people. Yes. Like everybody that doesn't do as he says, he's gonna get them. Yeah. Instead of being in control, he doesn't seem to know how to control his himself. And and I would like to I would like counts. to I would like to respect my president.
1: Yeah, I would like I would It I, would be nice. You know, it really would be nice, but I guess for me it's all about the individual and what are you doing in your household? And I think too many people now are just laying blame at his doorstep. And this is why I take the stance that I do. When I say I don't care what he does has little effect on me if we're really honest about it. True. And I have gone through a lot of presidents, a lot of different types of presidents and very all the different types of presidents, have they made an impact on the decisions that I've made in life? Not really. Well,
0: hang on a sec. You remember when when George W. Bush gave everybody an extra six hundred dollars with no, the no, taxpayer. no, no, hang no, but I, you, but I want you but I want you guys out.
1: to just let that resonate. Oh, hang on for a second, yeah. because I don't want to go down a long deep story. Let that resonate as far as how much impact does the president truly have on your life for all these people that get angry. And that's what I and th- when I ask people that. Then they were kind of like like well, oh. no, you know, Cory, Corey, that's too. what I was
0: saying. The president of the United States, to stimulate the economy when it was in trouble mm-hmm. toward the end of his second term, mm-hmm. he offered $600 more to everybody as a, a tax refund. But he told people, he didn't say go invest it or go meet with a man, money management person or anything. He said go out and spend it, buy TVs, do the to generate the economy. And I'll tell you what, my uncle in New York, I said, what are you going to do with the money? I thought he was going to invest it. And he said, well, the president, swear, swear to you, he said this. He said, well, the president told us to go spend it. So we were thinking about getting a couch. And, and I said, you don't have to spend it because the president told you to spend it. <sighs> but the president is okay. our leader. And and hang on, stick with me here a second. I'm sticking. But when, but, when, when Lady Di died, okay. they didn't hear from their queen for like a week. Okay. And the people were in the streets Saying we want to hear from our leader. Okay, I'm confused. As hell. Hang on, I, hang I, on, hang okay. on. Okay, this is the leader of America. I got that. And and people do follow his lead if he leads like a leader. He okay. doesn't lead like a dignified well, leader. I'm, he leads like a okay. like a problem. Then child. I'm
1: sorry. Don't be sheep. I'm sorry. Don't be sheep. Who's being sheep? Manage uh, well, that yourself. That doesn't make I'm me she, that doesn't make what sheep. What he just said.
0: That doesn't make me sheep. I'm saying the vast numbers of people do. Look at our president as a blueprint, as a guideline. Okay. They sit there and say, OK, the president of the United States. Okay. Now, now, now people started feeling like the president was spewing hate and racism. And all of a sudden, cr- racism, crimes against race began to escalate because people misunderstood his message. Right. I don't think Trump was trying to be racist, but he portrayed Racism as a plus, and people didn't understand
1: it, and all of a sudden, we had a massive amount
0: of crimes that were race to race all
1: right, so we'll talk about this at another time because I do want to address that, and i I don't believe that we lay blame at the doorstep of our president you don't for don't our know ind- for our individual actions, no, I'm all about individuals and holding yourself accountable for what you do right. and what you say not for someone in office that you will never meet that you only see on a screen this isn't someone in office this is the leader of our I country bottom line if is only he's still be in there office
2: 8 years you know I
1: mean, oh All
0: right. you
3: can do a hell of a lot of damage in eight years. Oh a a lot there
2: lot are congressmen and centers that so do way much more damage So I
0: think he can do the kind but of damage. He could do the kind All of right. damage we may not be able to recover yeah. from.
1: So I so think so I think let's leave it right there. We're gonna we're gonna take a break.
3: And we're gonna go
1: Marshall. Yeah, we're gonna to go to commercial because I want to talk about something <laughs> that scares the hell out of me. Oh no, more
0: Trump this talk. Next thing. Okay, <laughs> we
1: we agree to disagree. Uh, yeah. we, we, agree agree to disagree. Di- we agree to disagree. We agree to disagree. But
0: we're Come. still good friends. All right, we will. Okay. We'll
3: be back in just a minute. All right.
0: Many of you know the law firm Jackson Lewis. And those in and around courthouses in California, from paralegals to lawyers to judges, know the name Paul Sorrentino. If your business or company is under legal fire, you call the office of Jackson Lewis and you ask for Paul Sorrentino. If you want the very best legal representation in any courtroom, Paul Sorrentino can be reached at 619-573-4900. Ask for the man who has been nicknamed Perry Mason because he just doesn't lose. He shows up more prepared than whomever he's facing in court. He leaves no stone unturned. Years ago, there was a boxer named Aaron Pryor who would throw about 100 punches per round, rapid fire, nonstop. That's the way Paul Sorrentino fights for you in the courtroom. By the time he rests, the other side doesn't know which way is up. He covers every angle in every way, If you want the comfort of knowing that you'll get the best representation for your company or business call jackson lewis and ask for paul sorrentino to protect your business when it's under attack from a disgruntled employee or you're faced with a fabricated lawsuit looking for a quick money grab paul sorrentino takes his cases personally he fights for you the way he would fight for himself this is the guy you want on your legal team call paul sorrentino at 619-573-4900 because you want the very best attorney to secure your business's future tell them jv to the pros sent you welcome back to jv to the pros i'm jack vecchio and my partner Corey ramsey is ready to go with the truth is
3: alien
1: this is a real scary one all right
3: it's creepy it
1: is beyond creepy yeah give me the noise give me the noise here actually
3: that is good noise for this
1: that is great noise can you keep it going while i'm talking because that would be tremendous I want to talk about the Dyatlov Pass incident in 1959. It's a situation where you had nine Russian students who embarked on a journey on a mountain range nestled in the northern Urals for a strenuous cross-country ski trip. One of the hikers was found with no tongue and the eyeballs removed.
3: Oh, my God. That's horrible. Like removed yeah. the way an
1: animal would remove them. Surgically moment? removed. The way, yeah. Surgically. Yes, removed? like surgically removed.
3: Surgical, Surgical. precision. Really? Yes.
1: That's that's what it appeared. Oh that's what goodness. it appeared to be. Some had broken bones. Some had terrible internal injuries. But strangely, there were no external wounds on the nine people that they found. So
3: no blood or anything either.
1: No blood. Oh no scratches. Gosh. Wait a second. Open them up, and there's no blood.
3: No, they had blood inside, but there was no blood externally. There was no externally.
0: blood. No blood externally. Yeah, but I'm saying if you cut somebody open, the blood splatters. But
3: they didn't get cut open. He said that their internal injuries internal injuries, and they were broken bones, but there was no blood outside of the body. Yeah,
1: no outside blood was found at all. Wow.
3: Even the person that got their tongue missing and their Even eyes? Even the person yeah, right that it was, it was completely my God.
2: drained. Yeah,
1: completely, wow. completely drained.
3: The blood was completely drained?
2: Yeah. Yes. Wow. wow. That, that's like... It's similar to a cattle mutilations that happen here now, what, in the what, States. What was the?
1: I think it's now, 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 <laughs> the finding, now, here's the thing. Some of the findings that they had uh, came out of it, and there were several inquiries. They stated that the fatal injuries of three of the bodies could not have been caused by another human being because the force of the blows, and I quote, because the force of the blows had been too strong and no soft tissue had been damaged. Oh, my Now, does God. that even make any sense? Wait, wait. The, the, the impact was so strong. That it could not have been caused by another human. That it couldn't. That it would have been the force of something, something greater than
0: or alien. But,
3: the, but they went be, past the skin because no soft tissue was damaged.
0: Yes. So, so they got in the, the body without damaging the exactly, soft tissue, the
3: cartilage. Exactly.
1: So oh here's god. the. So here's they the interesting the thing. Inside, oh my god! <laughs> and this is where it gets really interesting. So the investigation concluded, and they said that. All nine of the hikers were killed by a compelling natural force. <gasps> and that was all they said.
0: Well, are they saying a the compelling natural force like like high winds that blew a branch into them? Or they but there's
3: no soft tissue damage.
0: And it, it's surgical removal. Right? right? Surgical removal is like exacto, knife
3: precision. Stuff, right? Exactly. So,
0: I mean, how, how would they determine? Exacto. I mean, what, no, this was
1: when? 1959? 1959. Okay. Then 50 years later, they reopened it. Russian authorities. And they said, well, there can only be three um, possible explanations to this an avalanche, a snow slab avalanche, or a hurricane. That but hurricane. they disregarded the possibility of a crime. That's ridiculous. Strange, huh? Very strange.
0: Wow. And th- well, this is 1959, so they don't, they don't have the advantage of. Well,
1: this is now uh, 2019 when they reopened it. So, so this is
0: 1959.
1: This is 1959 okay
0: so so csi and, as we know it
1: right now understand they reopened the case in 2019 and that's when the russian authorities said there's only three possibilities for this an avalanche snow slab avalanche or a hurricane yeah I mean, they ruled out the possibility of a crime they 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 probably should have waited like 50
0: years to reopen this i think that would have been a better move So, what do you think?
3: That's what they did. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I'm like, what? Nobody
0: said there'd be math.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's actually 2009. No,
1: 2009?
3: 59 to, for 50 years is 2009.
1: Oh, so 60 years.
0: So 60 60 years. Wow. No, no, because that means I'm older.
1: Yeah, so 60 years. I'm sorry. (laughs) So 60 years. Wow, no. And with
0: modern day technology, but, but they're limited to what the Russians would allow because they're not mm-hmm. that interested in solving something from 60 years ago, let's face it. Well,
3: and even if they are and it's like something horrific, they're not going to put it out well, in public. Well, I mean,
0: Russia, I mean, everybody thinks, oh, Russia's like loaded and stuff. Russia's in financial trouble.
1: Well, things have come out, some more things have come out about that, uh, such as, you know, one of the bodies had a high dose of radiation. Good A couple of the witnesses who attended the funerals said that a few of the bodies were, they were deeply, their skin tone was very dark.
2: Mm, Dark burns? Radiation burns.
1: Possibly radiation
2: radiation. burns. uh, Because the Chernobyl series, that was one of the first symptoms of like uh, high doses of like basically you're going to melt from the inside out.
3: Right. So then, so there's no conclusive anything then?
1: Well, some more witnesses. Okay. Another group of hikers about 30 miles south of that incident reported that they saw strange orange spheres in the sky to the north on the night of the incident. Similar spheres were observed in adjacent areas continually during the period from February to March of 1959. By various independent witnesses, oh
3: my! In that same area,
1: in that same Generally,
3: area, oh my gosh!
1: These sightings were not noted in the initial investigation in 1959. These witnesses only came forward years later. Did the, the the Russian
0: government suppress yeah. these people from being able to testify as to what they saw? Did they keep them from opening the mouth all these years?
1: That seems to be the implication.
0: Okay, so so they were trying to hide something. Yes, but but now obviously you know I mean, it's something alien
1: who killed these people what killed these people
3: i, think I that's mean
1: no I'm one know. knows i mean so, yeah and I, I agree with you robin what i think it shouldn't be who it's what killed these people
3: yes and so the those eyewitness accounts they were just collected like in 2019
1: no this is over time oh, this is oh, when people okay. over time that people started people started coming out because understand that over in russia it's still a big deal, mm-hmm. like the way you know we talk about Bigfoot, the way we talk about Loch Ness Monster. This is a horror story for the people in the Soviet Union. Right. This is something that they think about regularly. So, dude, can't it, no, move. no. Why would they think about it regularly unless it's,
0: unless it's happened more than once?
1: No, because it's just one it's of those solved. unsolved. Well, I mean, if it's happened,
0: like if we had the Bermuda Triangle happen once, I I don't know that I would. Worry but about we still daily. talk
1: about it. I mean, we talked about... Yeah, we talk about it because it's talk, happened many times. No, but we talked about Bigfoot, right? And we talked about that film. That film was 1967. See? I mean, and people are still compelled... I mean, when I lived in uh, Oregon in the late 90s, early 2000s, people were still, like, wanting to go into the woods and hoping to see Bigfoot. People looking for Bigfoot
0: mm-hmm. is not the same as this thing with the radiation, because let's face it, I mean... You know, Jaws comes out in 72 and people are screaming shark, shark, shark on every beach everywhere Mm. because they're imagining what they're seeing. Now, if people are are sitting there and and saying we live in fear every single day for something that happened in 1959 once and uh, under suspicious circumstances by far.
3: The manner in which they're killed, mm -hmm. it's horrific. Yes. And it's unsolved completely. So do people ever go in that area? That, that this occurred in, like, did, are there people that hike there or that want to do any investigations or anything like that?
1: Yes, I mean, there's a, the area is called the uh off Did I say that right? Dallof, Dattlof, There's a Dattlof Foundation, and that yes, people go to that area. People are very curious about it. Yes. And keep in mind, you know, like I said, they reopened uh, the investigation in 2019. So that sparked everything all now, but over now again. Now think
0: about something, okay? This group of people, this group of hikers. Mm-hmm.
1: And very experienced hikers, by the way. Mm-hmm.
0: That, uh, unimportant because human beings are more fragile than we'll ever realize. I mean, sure. we, we think we're somewhat invincible, but we're, we're actually extremely fragile. I mean, um, somebody sneezes and all of a sudden you got the flu. <sighs> so these people were basically disemboweled. And it disemboweled in such a way that the blood stayed within the body and this one person's tongue was removed and her eyes uh, eyes in a surgical position. Now, how anxious would you be to visit that? Yeah,
3: I wouldn't because especially like if it's another person or even an animal, you have a firearm, you can take care of it. But Mm -hmm. if it's a, a force beyond that, that's terrifying to me.
1: I would say yeah. it's a force I would not uh, go there. beyond
0: that. Same. You know, I would So I would say what the kids said in the 90s. Don't go there. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you know, um, the, the tree where two of the bodies were found, the branches of the pines had been snapped off at a height of almost 15 feet. Good grief. Yeah, but were they snapped off
0: in a downward trajectory or an upward trajectory? Because, I mean, I know it sounds weird, but if it's something that was on the ground going Down- upward downward so if it's something coming from up to down then they're snapped downward so something coming from the sky yes so yeah i would be i would be really curious but i don't know that i would treat it like a theme park and go visit i would not go out there
1: no i I mean mean, that sounds like what they're doing this is something that uh, i i looked at when i was a kid and i found it to be incredibly creepy when i read about this no i wouldn't go out there no couldn't pay me
0: no but apparently several people are going out there And and now let's think about what the end game is are they hoping to get out there and see it happen or have it happen? I mean, what if this thing shows up again and it's beyond our earthly knowledge and ability to defend ourselves, okay, you're out there and then there's no proof of how it happened and it happens again. Do they want to be there to witness it in the last moments of their life?
3: Right. I mean,
0: what would be the end game?
1: I, I mean you, it's
0: you, not like you, you're gonna
3: speak on yeah, it. yeah you're gonna anything. live stream it i mean i think know? the
1: end game is history i think that people want to be a part of history they want to see the strange oh, and gosh. unknown the same people that want to go in space see and i'm someone even though i write science fiction i'm not too keen on going on space because any place where you have to bring air
3: <laughs> yeah. In order to
1: exist, I'm not too crazy about. See, and I uh, thought, I thought you and I
0: would be great, like just orbiting, you know, like because ah. I, mean, I mean, seriously, like I thought, I thought people are they're starting to treat space travel almost like commercial travel, and they're talking about the fact that for ten or twenty thousand dollars, which isn't a great deal of money to go into space, no, it's not, you know, and and I'll give Robin a um, a, a picture I have where I once flew cross country and we had a problem in front of us and the pilot explained that we were going to be going up from thirty-eight thousand feet and we kept rising and sitting next to me i had a seat empty between me and this other guy he's a pilot and he nudged me and said you may want to look outside because we have been rising a long time and i'm a pilot and this will be about as close as you'll ever get to space unless you make a living as an astronaut and I looked outside, and I snapped a couple of pictures, and it was morning, and I realized that everything was freezing above me in the mm-hmm. in air thing, and the pilot explained that we had to go way up, and now we're coming back down, and I got really dizzy coming back down, but we went over something that we had to rise up, but the picture, I'll send it, and we can post it on, on our Facebook page, Let's do that. and you can see... The bend of the atmosphere,
3: and then in the
0: daytime, I think you've seen this picture. Paco has seen it, and I I should have shared it with you, especially with the books you write. But you can see the darkness of the space, and then you can see the thickness of the atmosphere, and then you can see the like. And it was freezing cold; like the plane just froze. And then all of a sudden, we began diving. And he said, not to worry, we just needed, and we dropped about 30,000 feet. And I thought, oh my God, I don't know where we were, but we weren't at the Earth's atmosphere. But the picture I took, nobody has ever seen that picture out the window of a plane that I know of. And they've said, and I've spoken to pilots who have said, okay, that's space. That's absolutely space. We and you shouldn't have been that. that high. So we should post that picture and I'll, and I'll, I'll yeah, show let's, it to you. Let's but definitely it's, it's, it. it's an incredible shot of of what you know and space the other thing is we think of space as being a thousand miles away space is not that far away no, from not. us from the okay. ground what is it 108 miles yes i mean it's not that far
3: that's not even going to vegas
0: yeah exactly <laughs> oh, 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 oh. if you
1: think about it yeah it's a third of the way to vegas from san diego you know what i've been fascinated by space but i see it as something dark and sinister
2: so and, and i look at a crafting approach to space yes i do now you I would really you do. would
1: not if money
2: were not a factor
1: which it's
0: clearly becoming a, less of a factor uh-huh. you would not be interested in, in orbiting
1: i the have Earth. to consider it i As mean someone with, who with writes... me as someone who <laughs> writes the way that I do.
3: Because, because, because Jack will protect you. From anything <laughs> well, no, if someone something who writes, happens up there,
1: I yeah, got this. I, mean, well, yeah, no. I don't think either one of us got it. <laughs> here's I mean, here's what I
0: think. I think if we get attacked by aliens up there, they're going to be like, grab uh, the big guy first. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> You know those bastards uh, in Russia? Uh, <laughs> he looks like one of the guys we should have
1: gotten that i Exactly. <laughs> but uh, uh, but, but uh, I'm, thinking, uh,
0: I'm thinking that if, if, if it becomes basically a ride where you're able to go into space, I don't think space is that threatening.
1: I really don't. I don't that's think it's we Armageddon. Been, that's because we haven't been there. Well, I understand bringing
0: air. I get it. You know, right. like there's not air there. I got it. Okay. Well, but, that's but, a big. That's a big problem. But we have. I proven, tend to think <laughs> we have no air. But we have proven okay that even if we start running low on air, we can get right back in the atmosphere and drop in the Indian Ocean if we need to. Uh, I mean, it's not that tough.
2: It Doesn't
1: really work. Yeah, it way. won't work that way. And I'm not going to go all science on you, but I'm yeah, thinking it won't we make a right.
2: Way. <laughs> no, no, no! no, no. got to take that you left turn
0: to right? Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I saw when I saw Apollo thirteen, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the fact that as they were coming in for reentry, there was a problem with the fact that they were ejecting the containers of urine, and the force of the ejection was knocking <laughs> their trajectory off from entering the atmosphere, and they finally told them to just leave the bottles alone because it was knocking off the angle, and they were actually going to hit the atmosphere and skip into space, and they'd be gone forever. That was Apollo 13's threat, and they literally had to stop ejecting the bottles of urine because that was actually knocking off their line, and they were about to miss their opportunity, and they would have skipped into oblivion.
3: Wow. So,
0: So, yes, I understand you can't just make a right and get back into but i also feel like we're getting more and more control over what's going on in space and space is not is not the the, the blind mysterious abyss it once was i think we're monitoring a lot of the space oh i junk think going it i think there.
1: it is i think we we know nothing about what's up there and i'm going to get real deep on the three of you cuz i'm going to tell you the possibility that could be if it exists that could be where heaven is And we've got to be really careful about going up there. Oh,
0: believe me, if I get there,
1: I have a whole list of things I need to talk to God about. Because I'll tell you, if you read the book of Genesis, and when Lucifer is cast out, the way way it's described, it's a lot like space. Cold and dark. And there are many different um, descriptions of hell that talks about it being cold and dark not this fiery thing that we you know that we hear about that it's cold and dark so just so no, no, to keep the in space mind.
0: is cold and dark it's yes. you know it's 200 degrees above 0 200 degrees below 0 mm-hmm. and especially around earth you know mm-hmm. in our neighborhood but you know we also think that it there's a, there's an infinity to space and i don't believe there is I think it's beyond our comprehension now. I agree. But with I that. think 100 years from now it won't be because we're we're finding things that are 85 million
1: light years away. Well, I think that, eight, you know. I think 100 years from now we'll go beyond our solar system, but we've yet to even I mean we are scratching this surface. Yeah, right we're, in we're just scratching the surface. Do you guys
3: ever, like think about space and just like cuz I think about, you know, we love this earth and yeah there are other planets and there's the space and the sun and the moon and blah blah blah. But then like sometimes I get in this mindset that I think about like the the vastness of it and the never ending of it and I'm just it blows my well, it's mind it's overwhelming it makes it, you is. It, it makes
2: you feel insignificant that's one well, of the no I look no, at space I don't, I don't
0: feel, feel anything
3: yeah I don't even feel <laughs> insignificant
2: <laughs> no but that's the I, horror of it that's cosmic horror
3: I just don't I just think like so this is all we know and if this ceased to exist, like what is there? Like this is it? Like this is our? I mean, I'm getting really, really deep. But yeah, no, no, but no, 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 be... no.
0: You're not actually that. that mm-hmm. This this may be our limits now. Yes. But but very, very at a very quick pace, we are exploring possibility and probability of living on the space station for a year or something and they're already talking about the idea of colonizing mars Mm -hmm. and mars is 250 million miles away and you know when you look at 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 movies you know fantasy movies like the martian you know where matt damon is left behind they leave honest to god i'm looking at this movie and they they left And they're cruising back, and they're on the treadmill, and they're heading back to Earth. And then they realized they left somebody behind who's alive. And I thought, okay, you know, U-turn. Oh, no, they had to go around the moon to gather speed and slingshot it back. Mm -hmm. And then they had to coordinate, like, literally catching him in space to bring him in. And it was this whole coordinated effort that I thought, I just thought they'd, you know, like if you go downtown and you left somebody behind, you make a U-turn at I-5 and you come back and get them. <laughs> I thought they would just like turn around and hit the thrusters. It's not like that in space. You don't get, okay. to, you don't get to move around like that. But going back to, you know, the probability of, of people paying to orbits, you would not orbit the Earth even for a day.
1: I'd have to consider it. i have to really give it some thought. Because okay. if I
0: win the lottery, I'm proposing this to you. All right. Because I know Karen doesn't want to go
1: all right well she
0: she could she could use a day off so 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 you would you would
1: think about it i'll i'll think about it okay but i want a window seat (laughs) all right so what do you call that incident robin with a y
3: diatlov
1: the diatlov incident so there you go is that in russian or is that what it's called worldwide so is that yeah, a Russian Diatlov, word? Dietlov Diat- a... is the name of the leader of the expedition. So his name was Igor Dietlov. Well,
0: and Igor, so that's Igor why, is definitely Russian.
1: Right. So that's why they call it the Dietlov Pass Incident. Okay. Since he was the leader. So there you have well, it. That's
0: That's interesting.
1: What happened? No one knows. So was it, you know, some giant monster? Was it the military? Was it an avalanche? You've got to decide. Or was that it a yourself. cover up or of some sort? I'm confident it was a cover up. But all of that, you have to decide for yourself.
3: And so we are going to skip over to our author chat segment.
0: Now we have to find an author. And I think minimum four books. Six would be preferable, but four books minimum.
3: Job. So I like your criteria.
0: Right, and I've only Ooh. I've written one. What? Why do you have your hand up, Corey? Pick
3: me, pick how many him, books have him. you written? Me, 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 me.
1: <laughs> I think. Uh, let me see. One, two, three, four, you gotta five, use hands, babe. six.
0: There now, you wait go. a second. Six. Six. And balls. how many championships do the Patriots have?
1: Six. Coincidence? Oh, my. I think not. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> That's funny. But I'm not stopping at six, and neither are the Patriots. By the way. Oh. So oh. there's our there's our sports.
3: <laughs> yeah. there yeah. All right, yeah. well, listen, let's get down to author chat. Let's do it. So, my question for you this week is for your the Dust series. So, for those that don't know, Corey writes under the pseudonym Ethan Howard, and he has got six books. Two are called Tales of the Unexpected. We have Volume One, and Volume Two was just released. And then we he also has a four part book. Series, it's a sci fi series called Opportunist Dest, and uh, the four books are
1: Starry Messenger, Enemy of the Human Race, Know Thyself, and The End of All Things.
3: Yes, and so my question for you, Corey, is if you were to cast Opportunist Adest in a movie, who would you cast for the main character?
0: No, wait, wait, describe the main character first.
1: Ooh.
3: Well, there's oh. about six or well, so. Well, oh, who's you know the main what? character?
1: I would say that the main character, it, it begins with Quentin. And so Quentin is the man from the stars that comes down to Earth because he's trying to find out what's going on with Earth because there's an impending war, an impending doom with Earth. Now describe and him.
3: As it happens, 2020
1: is the year. Sure. So Describe Quentin. So Quentin com- Quentin takes the form of a black man. Now what does Quentin look like? So I have Quentin at around six feet tall, probably Me. around two hundred and fifteen pounds Me. or so. Me?
0: Keep going. If you're not <laughs> black. So far so far I'm the lead I'm the lead audition. So far, you're the lead
1: audition, okay.
3: Yeah. Jack is not um, black. <laughs>
0: so I can play black.
1: <laughs> I have him so I have him uh, I have him as um, as black. Me. But also he could be, you know, a dark Middle Eastern as well me So you keep you going. can look, you can see him as that. You I know, mean, hair, African, hair and makeup. Yeah, African, Middle Eastern. Yeah, you could right. pass. Egypt, Easy. Egyptian
0: or something. That's Africa.
1: Yes. So to answer Robin's question, there's uh, quite and a And how few. old is Quentin about? Quentin would be, I would say, I have him at his mid-30s. Mid-30s. Okay, keep going.
0: Keep going. That's still me.
1: Yeah. I and mean, yeah. that's still you, still Yeah,
0: I could play mid-30s no.
1: So Quentin, mid thirties, mid thirties, uh, good looking, dark, dark skin, yes. sure, olive shaped, uh, olive shaped eyes, you know, African, Middle Eastern descent. Okay,
3: and then we've got Italian.
1: Yes, Rex Italian, Rex six Talian. foot two, good looking. Is he? His but name Italian, looking. but is he Italian? No, he's not. No. So so far, I'm not. In the All movie. right, and then we have Regina Tate, and then I have Dante Tate. But okay. to answer your question. Start with Quentin. I have, uh, you know, the actor in Get Out.
2: I was thinking the same thing.
1: I could absolutely see him. Daniel Kaluuya.
2: Yeah, that's his name.
1: Wow, and I said it right. Look at that. I did Woo-hoo. not butcher it. So Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya, I, I could see as Quentin. You
2: got it right.
3: Okay. And then who else?
1: For Rex Talia, I have two people in mind. Either John Hamm or Wes Bentley
3: and who are both of them
2: john ham's the guy from uh Uh, madman yeah
3: and
1: wes and wes bentley is one of the stars that was in american horror story season number four i want to say a very wicked looking man that deals with the hotel but he has that look that menacing look good looking man menacing look six two no, the height. Um, you can play with the height. He's around six feet tall. Oh, okay. But John Hamm, I would say, is probably closer to six two. Okay.
3: No, I, I've worked
1: with John Hamm. He's he's six two and a little
0: bit. He's yeah. he's about two and a half inches taller than I am. So I'm I'm in this role.
1: Yes, you'd be in that role. And then for Regina, to find something for me to. do. And then for Regina he... Tate, there's a there's a actress that I saw, and she actually played with Daniel Caioola. In um, a Black Mirror episode, 15 Million Merits, her name is Jessica Brown Finlay. When I saw her and I saw the two of them together, I said, that's Quentin and Regina.
3: And they have good chemistry? They
1: have great chemistry. And that's the love story between the two. Quentin, who is in fact an alien, who takes the form of this dark-skinned man. And then, of course, Regina. Who is a Caucasian woman. Yes, who's a Caucasian woman, dark-haired
3: okay and then how about
1: Dante Tate Dante I just pulled a child actor uh, by the name of Seth Carr I looked at him and I said okay
3: is he I'll biracial go with him
1: he looks biracial okay so I would go with those two now of course I have a lot of other characters certainly a lot of other characters but I would say those four I would cast
2: okay here's a question for you nice. Who, uh, which character would you cast Jack as? Yeah, I think we just resolved that, right? We found something for me to do.
1: You know what? Jack might make a good Atero. Oh,
3: he would make a great Atero.
1: He would be be a good Atero. And Atero is an immortal. But he's also been worshipped as the god
0: of war throughout centuries. Because I'm immortal in real life. Well, you have the, but you have the build,
3: but you have
1: the size, but you have the size for it.
3: Yeah, you do. I you mean, also got
1: the
0: hair for it too. I, I am, I am discovering at various places I go. I asked the guy at the gym. I said, "Are you using these cables?" And he said, "Oh, big guy, no. Even if I were, you could have them." I thought, "Am I that large
1: that people are like, I'm out of your way?" <laughs> or you know what? Or but your personality also fits another character by the name of Aaron. Who, who's friends with Quentin, and the chemistry that you and I have yeah. is the chemistry that Quentin and Aaron have.
0: But you understand that um, that as an actor, and all kidding aside, um, I, I, I get directors that want to cast me in roles that are representative of me or uh, a, a simple short step away from who I am. But as an actor. I literally love to take roles in which people go, "Holy cow, that's real acting. That's nothing like you." Like, I really want to be removed from who I am. I don't want to. I don't want to be a facsimile
1: thereof. No, I well then, a, you know. t- uh, I mean, a terror you could do.
3: You know what? Who's the little Jimlin?
1: No, he couldn't do that. <laughs>
3: I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. What's oh, his name? Kilroy. Kilroy. Kilroy no, is, is about Kilroy three look- feet tall. And he's got like big bulging eyes. Yeah, CG, I could do
1: that. You do? Yeah, yes. maybe, maybe the voice. Yeah. No, but you don't have the voice for a kid. I,
0: I look silly when I audition. No, for Gizmo. you
1: don't have the voice. Gizmo and Gremlins, I, they no. were like, oh no, you're too
2: tall. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just a
3: little. Yeah.
1: But believe oh, me, light. <laughs> when Opportunist Desk goes to film, yes. I'm going to get you on there. And also when Tales of the Unexpected, when that gets on Netflix or. Some other, some other networks, some other streaming, network, some yeah. other streaming service. Disney+ you can, <laughs> you can do, you can do one of the short stories and be one of the stars. Absolutely. So I'm going to hire you for that. Well,
3: I, but you better be cheap. <laughs> yeah, you're going
0: to have to be real cheap. Are you going to take a SAG rate. Are you? Are you assuming that we're going to have a low budget? Yeah, assume that.
3: Never, never. You know what? That. You know what? When we, he first wrote these stories, we were like, okay, so. Who are we going to cast? And, and so my grandson at the time was about four, and he's now ten. But we were like, "Oh, Adrian can do the background. He can draw because he was into coloring uh, and drawing and everything." We we're like, "Okay, <laughs> he'll do the background, and then this and that and the other thing." Yeah. You know,
0: I I, I almost called you tonight before I came here because um, I was I was working on a script and uh, a writer, and I know who you know you know who I'm talking about because I've spoken to you about him. Um, contacted me. And said that this project out of Warner Brothers is a three picture deal, um, that the producer is actually interested in me for all three of the of these projects and they have nothing to do with each other. And I I I would like you to um read one of them, one of sure. the scripts. Uh it's a book called The Sound of Silence. Okay. And uh he just heard last night from Spike Lee uh. who was very interested in it. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know, th- that's not low budget at all. That's, no, it's uh, it, not. It, yeah, it's, that's, that's top dollar, you know, Academy Award, you know, quality stuff. So you're going to leave me in the dust. No, not at all. Oh, no, no, I, the hey, reason I you, no, 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 right. not
1: at all. Because oh, okay. the reason
0: I the reason I wanted to call you is because I thought, first of all, you two probably would get along being great authors. I mean, you're mm-hmm. both great authors. But he has won probably 100 awards around the world for uh, a couple of books, but Sound of Silence and it's uh, – uh, Tom Castiglione yeah, um, yeah, and 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 he's been in touch with me about um, a script that I that I pushed to him, and he loved it. Okay. So, um, no, you are not at, at at this at all. As a matter of fact, yeah. um, not as a, not in an acting role, but in a production role, I really would like for you to be kind of my my safety net on this other project, and I'll explain it to you. But he said, yeah, they're interested in me for all three of these projects. So if your, your project goes, I would love, I mean, working with you on a film, obviously you've never worked with Paco on a film, but, but we give him a hard time, but he's awesome on a set. Boy, he's I, awesome on a set. The other thing I want to, I want to say before we go, uh, I told you about Bodega Bay. Yes. In which I played the Russian day. Okay. There's going to be a screening, uh March 21st and we'll let everybody know on the air, um we'll invite everybody to the screening if yes. anybody wants to go and I'm assuming you guys will want to go. Yes. And I get to play a uh, a Russian um the Russian Mafia's right hand man, the protector of the Russian mafia.
1: Oh, I can't wait to see Yeah, you know,
0: and I just saw a movie in which I was in the trailer. So oh, I mean that's yeah, awesome. so I, I gotta send you the trailer. Yeah. Anyway, so getting back to your thing, yes, I would love to work with you. If 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 it converted into a film, that would be fantastic.
1: We're going to do it. It's going right. to happen. Yeah.
0: It's going to happen. We've got good
1: things on the horizon.
0: All right, so
3: that's author Chad. Next week, we've got a really good show planned. Not that that's anything new. Do it new. like
0: Ed Sullivan. A really good show planned. We've got a really good show.
3: <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking, we're going to be tackling a subject that is is very sensitive, near and dear to me. Um, it's d- domestic violence. And we've got a guest lined up who is a survivor and an author. She's a social worker, but she's also an author. Wrote oh, a book about her experiences. Yeah, wow. so um, she'll be on next week, and so wow. it'll be a pretty good. Emotional it's a great book, good. and I've yes. read
1: it. Oh my,
0: great goodness, book, very powerful. Okay, yep. well, I'll tell you what that that sounds like. Um, this is going to be a, a a deep discussion because um, I I don't know. I mean, I've kind of let you guys know a little bit of you know my dealings with domestic violence and and stuff and i would love to sit and talk but you guys are going to get a very serious version of me next week because this is something that is not only emotionally touching to me it is very deeply personally this this topic is very personal to me so goofy jack probably won't be here next week Mm -hmm. but you know mature serious Jack, because this is a topic i don 't play with
3: mm-hmm. Same so here. thank yeah. you, Robin,
0: for yeah. setting that up Absolutely. i, I didn 't know about the guest until just now, and I now i 'm going to be like counting the hours until next week. I cannot wait for us to do this
3: all right, so I think that that pretty <clears throat> well wraps it up
0: okay, folks. well, that is season two episode seven,
1: and what a lively one it was yeah today oh, yeah, we, yeah <laughs> we, we, were,
0: we were on fire tonight. This was a great, great episode. It's JV to the Pros, and you can contact us, uh, JV to the Pros, on Facebook. And if you'd like to email us, it's JV to the Pros at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram at JV to the Pros. I'm Jack Vecchio with my
1: partner, Corey Ramsey. And I'm here with Paco, the last man standing.
0: hi you, our technical uh,
1: genius. And Robin with a Y in the nest.
0: Robin with a Y, and I say, why not? Because she's a producer.
1: Extraordinary.
3: Thank you very
0: much for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.
1: And I had a good time.